0: Hi friends, Mina here. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that we've come up with a way to get even more people involved in the hunt for Dracula. And there's something in it for you. Stay tuned at the end of the episode for more details. Welcome to Murray Mysteries. Hello, dear listeners, guess where I am? You do know they can't talk back, right? You just in the surprise. If I was the surprise, they were bound to be disappointed anyway. Hey, no self-deprecation under my roof. We're under my roof! Mm, details. Honestly, what happened to the shy, soft-spoken Dr. Seward? She never would have argued with me. She's been through a lot. I'm... I'm sorry I didn't tell you Lucy was getting worse. I'm sorry I left you alone to take care of her. I
1: wasn't alone. Besides, you already had Jonathan to take care of.
0: I wish I could have helped them both.
1: There's nothing you could have done. Maybe not.
0: But I want to do something now. We need to stop that monster before someone else gets hurt. Agreed. And if we want to succeed, we all need to be completely honest with each other. No secrets. Tell that to Van Helsing. I'll handle Van Helsing. It's your word I want right now. Of course. No secrets. I n- never wanted to keep you in the dark in the first place. I know. I I know. And I trust you.
1: Uh, is, is this about time? <laughs> Not at all. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Harker. I've heard great things. Jonathan, please. It, it's a pleasure to meet you too. Uh, thank you for taking care of Lucy. We did what we could. I wish we'd have heard your recordings at the time.
0: Maybe we would have connected the dots in time to save her. You can't think like that. What happened, happened. You're right. But
1: this all made me think... Well, I I went back through the podcast, compared some dates, and I'm fairly certain R's behaviour is connected to the Count. How so? Well, if we assume Dracula arrived on the Demeter, which seems obvious in hindsight, R's radical behaviour change lines up exactly. This is when he started talking about a master trying to escape, and
0: if I'm right, it means... We should be able to tell if Dracula's close by observing R. Exactly. So, what has he been doing lately? Not much, to be
1: honest. Last time I saw him he was sitting calmly in his room and sounded very lucid. He even talked about going home and asked me about the discharge process. It's a good thing I put two and two together before then, or I might have approved him for release. If he is connected to the Count, shouldn't we question him? Not quite yet. He's too lucid right now. He might catch on and warn Dracula. Right.
0: So now what? Well, I've been thinking about this podcast. We have an audience, not a very big one, admittedly, but still. We should take advantage of that. Pool our resources. That's a good idea, but how? I think we should ask for their help. Listeners, listen up. If you have any information about Count Dracula and his whereabouts, no matter how small or possibly insignificant, please reach out to us. You can send us a text or a voice message at the email I've put in the description, and we'll do our best to follow that lead. Thank you for your contribution.
1: You're so smart.
0: Thank you. Come in.
1: Well, if it ain't the marvellous Mina Murray.
0: Mina, Hi. Hello.
1: And you must be Jonathan. Lucy wouldn't stop singing your praises. Thought you'd be taller. Oh, well, it's quite hard to compete with. It. Pleasure, to, pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Now, where's the prof? Thought should would be here by now.
0: She's probably waiting for everyone to get here so she can make a dramatic entrance.
2: Me? I would never. As much as I would love to catch up over a cup of tea. We have important work to do. I trust you all did your homework? If you mean catching up on the podcast, yes. Very good then. We should all be on the same page. Now, I know I've been away quite a bit over the past few weeks. I assure you, it wasn't for nothing. I have been compiling information about the kind of enemy we're facing and how we should go about defeating him. I trust there's no longer a need to argue that vampires exist, and one of them has recently arrived in England. I'll admit I was skeptical at first, but I always try to keep an open mind, and the more information we got, the more impossible it became to deny the truth. Now, every source I found agrees that vampires only get stronger as they feed. They are stronger, older, and smarter than any living being. There is also evidence that they can exert some control over selected animal species and, to a certain extent, their human victims. There is no doubt we're dealing with a very powerful being. Beating him won't be easy. I need you all to understand this before you go any further. I won't blame you if you want to back out. We might die. Hell, we probably will. But if he keeps going unchecked, other people will die too. Many others. I'm not backing out. He needs to pay. I don't want anyone else to go through what Lucy did.
1: He's a monster.
0: I
2: agree.
1: What they all said.
2: Good. Then we need to come up with a plan. We have a few advantages in this situation. We might not be as strong or cunning as the Count is, some exceptions, but there are more of us. Unlike him, we can also move around at any time, day or night. We have the accumulated resources of the internet, my network of librarians and researchers, and Mina's audience.
0: I think by now it's our audience.
2: It doesn't matter. As long as they listen and are willing to help. There are a lot of conflicting accounts on vampires. We'll have to sort the fact from the fiction. We already know garlic and crucifixes are effective repellents.
1: What if the vampire is not Christian?
2: Very good question. As far as I can tell, this applies to all symbols of faith and good. Any object that is considered sacred to the person holding it, whatever holiness means to them, will work.
1: (laughs) Another reason for Jane to keep a coffee on hand at all times.
2: Ha ha, very funny. Vampires sustain themselves on blood, primarily from humans. They do not have a reflection, as Jonathan can attest to.
1: That's what it was.
2: I suspect their ability to transform into certain animals, like wolves or bats, is also fact. It would explain a few of the strange phenomena around Dracula's arrival in England. I believe they can also see in the dark, and can only transform at noon, sunrise, or sunset – we have no concrete proof of this – but the timeline of R's behavior seems to fit with that theory. I do also think the idea of them being unable to enter a residence without being invited is true, but they only need to be invited once to come and go as they please. There are some accounts that vampires can only cross running water at certain points of the tide. I'm not sure what to think of this one, but it's worth keeping in mind. Things that are said to be effective weapons against vampires include wooden stakes, sacred bullets, and a clean cut to the head. We've tested two of those three, and they seem to work. The branch of a wild rose placed on the coffin is supposed to keep them from leaving it. If this is true, we should be able to trap him inside and finish the job at the proper time.
1: Sounds easy when you say it like that.
2: I'm afraid it isn't. Dracula is extremely cunning. Trapping him will be near impossible. From what I gather from my friend at the University of Budapest, the man has been around for hundreds of years. The Draculas are known as one of the most powerful families in Eastern European history and many of them were rumored to have deals with the devil. I believe Dracula enjoys attention, as long as it doesn't reveal his true nature to the world, so it shouldn't be too difficult to follow his trail through the centuries now that we know what we're looking for. We need all the information we can get, anything that might help us understand him better.
1: Um, Quincy, what are you... What is the... Devil's breakfast you have a gun? Sorry about that. Just saw a bat at the window. And and your first thought was to shoot it with a gun? Well, prof said vampires could turn to bats, so I thought, better safe than sorry. Better who brings a gun to a meeting? Did you hit it? Not hmm, not sure. Flew away.
2: Right. Better luck next time. Anyway, our next step is to trace him to his hideout so we can figure out how to trap him. Mr. Harker? Yes? I'm afraid you'll have to sit things out for now. What you went through in Romania was incredibly traumatic, and we can't risk setting your recovery back until you're feeling better. I'm sure Dr. Seward would agree. Sorry, Jonathan. She's right.
1: It's okay. I understand. But please, let me know if there's any way I can safely help, all right? I want to be useful.
0: Of course
2: we will. For now, the best way for you to help is to get better. Right. Now that's established, it's time to get to work.
0: Murray Mysteries is a no Storytelling production. This episode was written and produced by May Tudick and featured Evan Tankard as Dr. Jane Seward, Rebecca Krauss as Professor Van Helsing, Drew Victory as Mina Murray, Tom McGinnis as Quincy Morris and Jonathan Harker, Lucy Willis as Art Homewood, original music by Sophie Kaye. If you like our work and would like to support us, you can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash no storytelling or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Now that that's sorted, we have an exciting announcement We are going to be hosting a giveaway on each of our social media channels. If you go to Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram right now and follow the instructions on our latest post, you can be in a chance of winning a personalised message from a character of your choice. Within reason, of course. You can't exactly have Jonathan read you the entire dictionary, no matter how much Tom would love that. Please don't make May edit 100 hours of this. She has a family. Well, she has a cat. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you on the socials. Bye.